0: Hey, and welcome back to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. Let me start with asking you a question. Is there someone in your life that is hardened to the gospel of Jesus Christ that you desperately long for them to be saved? Is there a family member, maybe a brother or sister, maybe a child or a parent or a grandparent that does not know the Lord? Maybe it's a friend or a coworker or classmate. Is there someone in your life that you long to see them know the grace and mercy and love of Jesus Christ, and yet they are hard-hearted, they are resistant to Jesus, they're maybe even antagonistic toward the things of Christ? How do you respond to that? How do you deal with that kind of person? I have uh, many people in my life like that, that I love, and I desperately want to see them know God's love. Well, our next text gives us instruction as believers in how to think about this, how to process this, and how, the, how we can behave in certain ways toward them. And so with that said, why don't you look with me at 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 23 through 26. The text of scripture continues. It says, have nothing to do with foolish, ignorant controversies. You know they breed quarrels. And the Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome, but kind to everyone, able to teach, patiently enduring evil, correcting his opponents with gentleness. Just just stop here for a second. If if there's someone in your life and all they want to do is argue, all they want to do is is quarrel. They're not even looking for a rational, real debate. They just want to get their gotchas at you. Paul instructs Timothy. He says, "Don't don't have foolish, ignorant conversations about controversies. Don't 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 devolve into the weeds of fighting. He says it, don't, it only brings Corals, don't don't do that. You know, listen, if you are a believer, it says, here's the deal. Here is the marker for you. You must not be quarrelsome. You might think that arguing is going to win this person to Christ. No, that that you must not be quarrelsome. Instead, you must be kind. You must be very gentle and generous of heart. You must, be, you must be cheerful in your attitude toward those who might disagree with you. You must, if nothing else, if they disagree with you, they must look at you and say, well, I know that they are kind. Now, in that, you are to be able to teach. In the conversation, if there is an opening for actual, they're willing to entertain the teaching of the gospel, you must be able to teach. Patiently endure their evil. If they resist you, if they mock you, if they belittle you at times, don't let it get under your skin. I, I've heard it said that a a believer, especially a pastor, but but really a believer, we must develop a thick hide and a soft heart. We we can't be easily offended. We can't take it personal. We we must love regardless of what others might sling at us, and then we can correctly or correct our opponents with gentleness, not with harshness. Look at this next text. It says, God may perhaps grant them repentance, leading to a knowledge of the truth, and they may come to their senses and escape from the snare of the devil after being captured by him to do his will. Brother or sister in Christ, this is so important That we understand this correctly. See, when we have someone who is resistant to the gospel, we must remember they are not the enemy. Even the most ardent atheist, even the most visceral, uh, aggressive non believer, we must remember that they are not the enemy. They are captured. This is what the scripture says they are captured by the devil and they carry along the will of the devil. This is who you and I once were. Ephesians 2 says we were carried along by the evil one that we were bound by him. Listen, this is the this is the spiritual status of the non-believer. They've been captured. And it's through our gentleness, through our patience, through our kindness that look at verse 20 verse 25 it says that through all that God may perhaps grant them repentance. Leading to a knowledge of the truth. God might show them that the things they disagree with ardently, he might show them they're actually true. And the way the Lord chooses to do this is not by us being bullying or tyrannical or loud and obnoxious and being the smartest person in the room who's going to win the argument. He does this through our gentleness, through our patience, through our kindness, through our unwillingness to be quarrelsome. And in this, he brings them to their senses and frees them from the capture, from the snare of the evil one. See, this is such an important reminder that when we engage with those who are resistant to the gospel, we must love them well. We, we must give them good argumentation, but, but we should not be argumentative. We must present the claims of the gospel, not in a moment of quarrel, but in a moment of calm, of love, and of gentleness. And as we do this, God will transform their hearts. Perhaps God will grant them repentance. And this is the hope, and this is our ancient way for our modern day.